Speaking of brain trauma, it's possible he was dropped on his head as a child, (laughs) Michael Graham. All of my brain damage is self-inflicted, George, and I take credit for every glass of it. Yeah. Now, I have no idea what you're talking about. You put up a tweet. I have no idea what you're talking about well, either. You, you, I, but I listen every, all the time. You said getting ready to talk Generation Cupcake. What's that? Generation Cupcake is this generation of, of uh, people that I know we here in America have uh, – have uh, uh, succeeded in baking or raising. I don't know if the same for Ireland, the generation of people, children who are not allowed to play in playgrounds that have swing sets or monkey bars because it's far too dangerous. They're not allowed to ride their bicycle, you know, two blocks away from their house because their parents live in total panic. They're not allowed to be in the same room with a peanut butter sandwich because there's a rumor someone may have an allergy. And uh, the latest story over here is the Virginia military institute and notice the word military george which raises you know uh, educates cadets for theoretically careers in the military on exam days they have quote stress reduction activities that include and once again this is at a military institute yoga card games Therapy dogs and coloring books. <laughs> Come on. If, uh, now, I stop right there because <clears throat> the headline has been the coloring books that you have these areas you go and you color, whatever. And people think, oh my gosh, this is hideous level. I'm sorry, I got to go back. Therapy dogs. When, when did this happen? That if somebody, whatever, is in a bad mood, they're grumpy, you know, they uh, had surgery, whatever, that we give them a dog. To solve the problem. I don't, this is new to me. And so across the uh, United States at elite universities like Tufts University in, in, uh, in, uh, boss in Massachusetts, you have, uh, dog rooms where you can go during exam weeks and pet dogs and no, you don't. Parents, Graham. Yes, no, you, do. you don't. You're making 60, this up. You're making 60, it up. 60, thousand dollars a year to send your kids <laughs> to a college where they can pet a puppy before they take their geometry final. <laughs> Listen, go back to the Virginia Military Institute. I have yes. some experience at this place. Uh, it's known as VMI. Uh, <clears throat> has a strong rug- rugby tradition. But it would have been, of course, uh, very important in the Civil War. An awful lot of its graduates would have fought in the Civil War, wouldn't they? Uh, Yeah, uh, it was founded in 1839, so absolutely. I'm from South Carolina where we have the Citadel that people have heard of because of some movies based on Pat Conroy novels. It's the same premise. But this is is nothing. The the premise in America today is if if at any point you are, are uncomfortable, you got a dog or a coloring book. And, and, and that, but, but see, though, as you know, George, the process of becoming an adult is the process of being uncomfortable and dealing with being uncomfortable. For example, if you're in a public event in Europe and someone stands up and says something that you don't like, that sounds mean, that makes you feel icky, maybe they say something about people from Morocco or something about people from North Africa – the adult thing to do is to either shout them down, oh, you're an idiot, or walk on. But the European thing to do, because you're a continent of cupcakes, is to convict him of a crime, which uh, just happened, as you know, in the Netherlands. Uh, yeah, but we don't have dogs, and we don't have coloring books. <laughs> That's true. You know, you have criminals. You have, you have cops, and you have handcuffs. And I just want to say something. If you find the sentence guilty of speech 
reasonable, you might as well buy the black boots and the armbands right now because you're already lost. And that is Europe, a place where people are comfortable with the idea that you can be guilty of speech. Well, you can. I mean, I tell you what's happening. No, no. What is happening here in Europe, and uh, I'm, I'm sure it is in America, is the idea that there is acceptable speech and there is unacceptable speech. Okay. And uh, unacceptable speech is if you say anything that disturbs the comfortable life of the politically correct radical feminist generation. Yep. Nope. You're absolutely correct. And what is hilarious of all my favorite forms, George, of far left progressive lunacy, my favorite is that Donald Trump is a crazy nut for wanting to put people in jail for burning the American flag. We only put people in jail for <laughs> insulting minorities. Oh, okay. Yeah, well, we've got a fella coming in. That makes complete sense. Thanks for explaining it to me. Now I get it. Donald Trump is crazy and you're sane. Got it. All right. Just I promised myself I wouldn't say Donald Trump, but of course you beat me to it and (laughs) said six times. He's doing a great job, isn't he? He looks even better. He's on the cover of Time magazine. He looks as if he's going to put Obama to sleep as a president. He's going to be great. Donald Trump is blessed with wonderful taste in enemies. He knows how to make exactly the right people go crazy. That's helped him. And the other thing is, is that since the election, he has spent about 75% of his time being presidential Trump and only 25% of his time being crazy Trump. If he can maintain that average for the next four years, and that's a, that's a tough bet to take, but if he can, he could theoretically be an incredibly successful president. Some of his picks have been not just good people, but maybe the best person you could pick, like uh, uh, General uh, Mattis, Mad Dog Mattis, as he's known to be the head of the uh, Department of Defense. Well, that's the point. He's he's following. Your hero uh, was a washed-up film actor, Ronald Reagan, uh, uh-huh. and he's your hero. Right. Reg- Reaganomics are set to be repeated under Trump, so you I must be delighted. Right. I- I, I hope you're right because we had regularly had five, six, seven percent economic growth. We regularly had months where half a million jobs or more were created. So I hope you're right. We can go back to Reaganomics. I'm interested, though, George, in the argument you guys are having over in Ireland about what to do about spending and taxes, et cetera. And should I just point out that if we had as many quarters with three percent growth or better than you have had since the uh, big downturn? Uh, uh, Hillary would have been elected with a 20% margin or Obama could have run for an illegal third term and still have won. You guys, your economic growth compared to ours has been gangbusters. And that's why I don't understand why the uh, Europeans don't are so confused by Trump winning for the past eight years. Our economy has stunk. And and, and even though your downs have been lower than ours, You've had ups that we haven't because you have smart policies like a 15% or 12% corporate income tax policy. And the Irish are smart enough to know don't give government workers any raises. They don't deserve No, them. no, make you were going gangbusters. You were going gangbusters until that one. Uh, no, our, we're going to give everybody in the public service uh, a Christmas bonus and a big increase in wages. Sorry about that, Meg. But I saw the polls that the people of Ireland get it, that they don't want to hand this money over to the worst performing sector in Ireland, the government sector. They don't yeah. want to give them that money. 
By the way, one of your listeners, George, just tweeted me, maybe Graham should get some of that pet therapy, George, to which I'm replying, I'd rather have a Bushmills. Well, the University of Limerick, I'm appalled. The University of Limerick had a very enjoyable pet-a-puppy day during exam week, says the texter. I would be so humiliated to be a 19 or 20 year old young man and go, I've got a test on history. Could I please hold a puppy? I mean, if that if that were me, just if, kill me. Please put a pillow over my face and hold it down until I stop thrashing. Well, but uh, but wasn't our system? And I went to college before you did. Our system. We used to do sort of petting before exams as well, and we found <laughs> it worked exceedingly well. I don't think it was dogs. It was cat. Well, there was anyway something with a p. Uh, I don't. But it worked. I tell you, it worked. I don't know what words. I won't say any bad words. I'm sorry. Yeah, you you've now gone off the radar uh, radar as a hate figure. Kathy says, (laughs) "I always knew Hook was a misogynistic dinosaur. Now I know he is." (laughs) What what's misogynist? Where's the misogyny? I don't get it. What, what did you say? You don't know what misogyny is? No, no, I, I'm just, I, don't, I haven't heard any from you. That's yeah. what I'm looking for. It's just, oh, I it's meant, I, I used the two words, radical feminist, which uh, are not allowed uh, I see, yeah, so you're absolutely right. Unless, you, and, and by the way, this is one of the fun fights we're having here in the United States right now, George. So the uh, feminist folks, of course, insist that the most important thing about their existence is that they're a woman. You should have voted for Hillary Clinton, not for her ideas, not for her record, but because when she has to go to the little girl's room, she sits. And that biological fact is everything. Now you have the um, uh, transgender community rising that's saying there's no such thing as a woman or a man. Yeah. There's only these neutral people and that anyone can choose to be a woman. The feminists are going, no, you don't understand. <laughs> Sex is everything. And the, and the, oh, yeah, the transgender house is saying, no, you don't understand. Oh, Sex right. is nothing. And they're having a wonderful fight as they both beat each other's stupidity okay. into a pulp. Well, I know your affection for the Irish language. Eamon, in turn, your has sent you a big nully grit, uh, Michael, which means happy Christmas to you. Well, thank you so much. Merry Christmas to you, too. <laughs> All right. Talk to you next week, Mick. Keep the Thanks, dogs sir. petting. <laughs>